Hello, welcome to another episode of Silk and Steel Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Za. Today we have a very special episode. Um, this episode grew out of the latest online controversy. Um, this, this happened on August 26, when there was a Twitter expose on a fairly active um, Twitter user and also a British colonist uh, who is focused on North Korea and China analysis, quote unquote. Um, and this person who has bit of a presence on Twitter was using his position and platform uh, because he actually works for CGTN, the Chinese state media. And he also has his own uh, budding website, uh, which focus on um, a lot of the China, North Korea related matters. But this expose is about Tang Faudi, name of this person, uh, basically using his own position of power to um, attempt um, to to first uh, send out unwanted advance to a 16-year-old minor and, and a case of attempted grooming. Now, um, as this, this uh, direct, direct message was posted to this Twitter thread, as when I was reading this, I was actually shocked because I immediately realized whom had Tom harassed. This is my long-term mutual. And uh, someone I have followed uh, for more than a year. And so just from the descriptions, I knew exactly who she is. And, and I was really shocked because Tom Faldi um, and also the 16-year-old uh, girl, we are all in the same kind of the Twitter space of, um, uh, of the of the camp that's um, basically trying to counter the Western narrative on China. And, and I was really shocked and surprised that, that he did this, um, especially just a month prior, um, you know, a, a right-wing British journalist was trying to blackmail Tom by threatening to expose him uh, by, by posting emails he supposedly sent to some young male staffers. Now, I... I, Tom direct messaged me and asked for my support. So I actually quote tweeted Rahim Kassin's, uh, 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 uh thread and I called it out for targeted harassment. But now thinking back, maybe maybe Rahim had something had something real against Tom. So I as I as I read on um, in this tweet, uh, which I will post in the show notes for everybody to see that I was really disgusted by, by what Tom has done. But that, that was not end of it because um, more women then came out uh, to, to, to talk about unwanted advances from Tom. So obviously it was not an isolated incident. Um, it's apparently it's a recurring pattern over and over. Um, I, so I, what I did immediately is that I uh, quote tweeted this um, and I I call out Tom and I also uh, put to, with a bunch of my friends put together open letter to CGTM calling them to uh, calling 
calling this uh, Tom's behavior to their attention because um, I did this for two reasons. One, I'm 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 really shocked and and disgusted by Tom's behavior, and I felt this this behavior needs to be called out, especially um, his message to a minor. I maybe I should read some of the the messages um, that was posted. Um, and and we'll we'll do that later. But to to make a long story short, he basically solicited nudes from the sixteen year old, and so I I was very disgusted, uh, and I wanted to call out Tom's action because Tom has been very pro- um he was a frequent Twitter poster on you know so so he's a little well known in in the circle of pro China Twitter and. I don't want his action to taint the whole whole camp, and also because he's associated with CGTM, I don't want his action to taint the brand name of CGTM. So that this is my my motivation, um, both calling out, out Tom's action because it's it's immoral, it's wrong, and also because I wanted to um, uh, everybody to disassociate themselves from um, you know Tom's Tom's horrible, disgusting disgusting behavior what i did not expect is a backlash um and you know immediately after i posted and after the original uh, uh, uh threat exposing tom many of tom's supporters came out of the woodworks um instead of uh, instead of you know really questioning Tom's action they they resort to a lot of victim blaming and and basically just it's just explosion of orgy of misogyny so i took i um i happen actually happened to know uh, a few of the women who received unwanted advance from Tom and i decided to invite them to my show, So Can Steal Podcast, to talk about this, to talk about their own experiences, and to talk about why, uh, you know, Tom's action is not okay, and why the victim blaming must stop, because it's, so, so, um, let me um, welcome Jay and Kay to the show. So we're going to use uh, obviously pseudonyms to protect people's identity, um, but but both Jay and Kay have been approached by Tom in the past, um, and they, um, yes, uh, uh, Jay, can you uh, just maybe give us a brief introduction of uh, you know how you know Tom and how how Tom uh, you were telling me a story actually about uh, just. Just a couple of days prior to this thing blew up on the internet, um, can you relate that back to my audience? Hi. Yes. Um, so I follow Tom. I think probably just from just the usual, seeing others retweet, and I thought, okay, this person um, seems to be at least reasonably objective on the anti-China narrative that's going around right now. Um, and that, and the fact that he is white and British isn't lost on me. And I went through his feed, and everything seemed okay. But it was just like somebody, you know, that I engaged with on the TL and things like that timeline. Sorry, I refrained from using um, 
acronyms on the timeline. Um, and so we were just mutuals. And then one day I just posted like a new, a new selfie, um, just a picture, nothing crazy. Um, and then he just went into my, my DMs um, saying that he liked my photo. I said, thank you. And then he just, and then he just proceeded to went on like just a lot of unnecessary compliments about how amazing I look. And I said, thank you very much. It's nothing, you know, et cetera. And then he, and then he said some things that were like rather lewd, um, you know, to me. And I just said, I was just like, wow. Okay. Like, can we just not, you know, I said, I'm not like interested in that. And it just kind of, it kind of gave me like icky feelings, but I just ignored it and I just moved on. Um, I told a couple of my online mutuals about that incident. Both were men and they um, actually unfollowed him immediately. And so that was like disgusting. And I just left it. Um, and I kind of let a few of my closer mutuals know like, hey, this guy's a bit of a creep, you know, um, but not like not like serious, you know, pile on or anything, just letting people know. But when Yilan, um, the 16 year old, came to me, to about one to two days before this whole thing got exposed on Twitter saying that she was being harassed by somebody who was prominent on Twitter and that she didn't know what to do. She, she, should she expose? Um, did she misunderstand? You know, the, the usual typical, like, sorry, again, um, this is like, um, a very young girl. She has little to no experience with, um, let alone dating, but just boys, you know what I mean? She's in high school, you know what I mean? So she has no idea what is appropriate or inappropriate, what's normal, what's not normal in girl-boy relations discourse. I'll just put it that way, you know? Um, so I, when she told me who it was, it was Tom Fowdy. I was like, oh my God, I said, he creeped on me too last year. And I told her, you know, what happened. And she's just like, really? I said, yeah. I said, I said, you know, I'm not telling you what to do, but if I said, if you expose him, I bet you lots of other women and girls would come through, would say, oh yeah, he did the same thing because these people have a pattern. And what she was, what he was saying to her, I saw the, the DMs and what he was telling me was very similar. There's a script, but it's adapted to his target. You know, it's to a 16 year old, he wouldn't say exact same thing he would say to somebody who is middle-aged like myself, you know? So, um, so, but it sounds the same. It's the same kind of grooming, lots of flattery, lots of, um, compliments, not just on looks, but on intelligence. And so he kind of like has a running script. So I told her, I said, you know, if you expose him, I bet you a lot of other people would, you know, would say, Hey, he did the same to me. And sure enough, that's what happened. So, yeah. And a couple days later she did. And then, you know, Carl, you just read the thread that was ex that exposed him in. And yeah, that's kind of how this whole thing started. And I'd like to add a little bit detail about Tom's DM to Elon. Um, you know, this, he posed himself as, um, he presented himself as, he presented himself as a person of a prominence of a position sorry that's my my Balinese puppies fighting among themselves they they do that all the time um to add a little background noise to my podcast um what tom did though to yilan is that he 
um, was very from the very beginning. He said, you know, he's working with CGTN that he could, um, you know, he also run his own website, Cholima. He could get um, Elon as a writer to write articles for him, and and with that, with that as a hook, he um, you know ply her with compliments. Um, and but at the one at one point at at every point, um, you know, at one point he asked her age, and um, okay, sorry, I just saw the message that says you guys can't hear me. Um, wait, what? Okay, uh, Kate, can you hear me now? I'm gonna have to edit this part. Okay, can you hear me now? Okay, good. Okay, so I'll, I'll continue and I'll, I'll edit out this part later. Um, what, what, uh, Tom? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, what Tom did then, you know, after uh, offering Yilan a, a writing gig um, for him, proceed on proceeding on to ask her about her age. So from very early on, Yilan made it clear that she's 16, she's in high school, and Tom knows exactly how old she was, but she, he did not stop with the, you know, the, the flattery, the compliments, um, and instead he, he pressed on by uh, telling her that there's a, uh, that he, oh, he asked her about her sexuality unprompted. Um, and then he offered that, the, you know, he's actually part of a quote unquote pro China new chat group that, and, and he told her that his, his own LGBT friend, lesbian friend is running that, that chat. And he thinks, she thinks that, uh, Elon is, you know, very attractive. I mean, it's totally unprompted. And then um, he, he even said that, oh, you know, I would like to, we would, uh, you know, it's, unfortunately, I'll read it. I'll read the chat as is. Unfortunately, though, you are too young to join our other initiative. A LGBT Chinese girl I know thought you were, you were cute, but didn't realize you were just 16. And speak of the body thing, she was making a nude group chat for pro-Chinese communist women, but you are too young. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what he expect, you know, a 16-year-old girl to respond to that. Um, and, and, and then he just keep on going, uh, you know, offering her writing gig and such. I mean, that's just... I mean, I don't think uh, that's appropriate in any setting, even though a lot of the defenders of Tom said, oh, it's just harmless flirting, which really I find very, very infuriating because in what circumstances is that okay to say to a 16-year-old? Oh, um, but um, this is just to... to um, for further details for the people who are not aware of this Tom Faldi affair, um, Kay, uh, you are another woman who, who Tom had sent unwanted advance to. Could you talk a little bit about your own experience? Yeah, sure. So um, I didn't know Tom until earlier this year. I was 
on Twitter, just going through some tweets on my timeline, and I found his account, and I liked a lot of his political tweets, so I decided to follow him. And、uh, I think one month or something later, Tom followed me back, and I was actually kind of surprised. So I told my friend about it, and later that month, I posted a picture of myself, not even a selfie. I think it's just I don't know a profile pic, and that's when Tom said hi in my DM. Like I didn't, I never texted Tom before. So、uh, I was surprised. I thought he approached me because he wants some like、uh, opinions from a local Chinese citizen, but it's not about that. He asked me where I was based and stuff like that, and and then he just goes on, "Oh, you have such a cute name. Oh,、uh, you look cute. You look pretty and stuff." Ah,、uh, that gave me a lot of cringe. So I told my friend about it and. But we decided to let it go because I thought Tom was just, you know, some random guy being flirty on the internet. But it was like not that much, not too bad, and not until like uh, April, uh, twenty twenty, I posted another picture of myself, and Tom was just like being more like he was acting like he wants to get. News from me, though he didn't really say it. He just say like, "I wish I could see more about you," and、uh, we want to keep the pictures things between us. I said I'm not interested. I don't like sending pictures, and he goes like, "What a shame!、Uh, you seem so sexy and everything." But again, we stayed silent on this because, like, I felt uncomfortable. But I think it's like not. That much a bad thing because I I thought Tom was just a single person, like on Twitter, like trying to hit on some girls that he likes or kind of thing. But uh, he tried to offer me something. He was like, "If there's anything you need, let me know." Like it's gonna change my mind about sending pictures, but it didn't. I left her. I left him on read, and I think that's it. So we didn't speak. After that, it's not until like last month, the friend of mine sent me the post of the threat exposing Tom, and then I suddenly realized it's not that simple. Like he's been harassing women on purpose, and especially on the pro-China community, he went after those Asian women on Twitter, and I wasn't the only one, and. There are like many many people have been approached by Tom, and so he. So I know he's been harassing women on purpose. So I decided to post my screenshot of Tom and I on the internet, and yeah, I had some people supporting me because of that, and also some people attacking me because of that, and. There are people who are saying I photoshopped the screenshot just to, uh, like, you know, let I I forgot how they say. Oh, they say I'm a CIA agent that I'm trying to divide the pro-China community by trying to cancel Tom. But 
I actually made zero comment about Tom's behavior. All I did was post in the screenshot. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous, especially when Tom himself uh, admitted that those were his DMs. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird that Tom like admitted himself and his defenders was trying to say like you're all fake, your fake accounts, fake screenshots, and everything. And people even say like uh, these women coming forward are are fake too. Like you 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 guys are not real. You you can't you can't possibly be who you say you are. I, I don't I don't understand people's logic. Again, you know Tom himself never denied those are his DMs. Yeah, they they ask you to prove who you are. Like they're like how how would I do that? Like it just sounds like you're trying to dox us, but like you know, in a kind of weird way that we aren't supposed to be telling you our information, our personal information, just to prove that Tom was a creep, because he is. Yeah, and there's some people even ask for Elon's birth certificate. I mean, like, this is like, this is like the oh. Obama gate <laughs> again, you know, the, the Obama birth Elon gate. Elon had a, like, a hundred times worth than I had, because Actually, like the people under my tweet didn't annoy me that much. It's not until I saw people's comments under Elon's post that made me like. I actually tried to take my screenshot down after people being attacking me for being a CIA agent because that was actually kind of funny and a little bit sad because, like, I'm a local Chinese. I support my government. I support my country and everything. And there's some other foreigners accuse me for being a CIA agent over a foreigner just because he claims to be a pro-China account on the internet. That was just like really, really ridiculous to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's mind-boggling. I mean, like, how can you, you are a, a Western person, you know, supposedly in the pro-China camp, but here you are accusing an actual Chinese woman, you know, yeah. of being... I told my real life friend and they like they were laughing because like you know it's just like too ridiculous. Okay, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, okay, thank you for sharing your your experience and thank you for um coming to the show to talk about it. That's that's I mean like we one of the reason I decided to invite you guys to come to the show is to um you really show there are actual real women right who have been. Yeah. Behind those trees, who have been, uh, you know, receiving unwanted advances from Tom. You know, you guys are real. You guys are not mm -hmm. not fake. You know, bots. I'm definitely not a CIA agent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like that's such a, a a trope now. Like people, any any kind of Chinese voice on Twitter, on, on social media in the West, uh, now routinely get dismissed as either fake or bots. You know, before that, that's mostly coming. Yeah. The pro-US side. I, I'm shocked, you know, like, it's, it's supposedly pro-China people making the basically same same accusation. It's, it's, I think it's just, there's just a delegitimization of, of authentic Chinese voices. And, and I think that's, that's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. well, well, thank you again, Kay, uh, uh, for coming to the show, for to share your experience. Um, and thank you for inviting me. Yes. Yeah, and to the people who say it's just for harmless flirting, I like to pose that question. Do you think his fiancée, 
who he was、uh, scheduled to be married very soon would be okay with all that. And if if it's not okay with her, why is it okay with all the other women that Tom has sent、uh, unwanted advance to? Speaking of whom, we ha- now have Melanie joining us on the chat.、Um, now Melanie is another one of the women that Tom had approached and sent. Unwanted advance too,、uh, Melanie. Welcome to the show, and could you also tell us a little bit about、um, your own interaction with Tom, Melanie? Hey, yeah, hey everyone.、Uh, so my name is Melanie.、Um, basically, I just kind of hang out like on communist Twitter.、Um, I have a lot of friends that are like involved in the movement, and so basically, I just, I just, I don't really do anything other than just like adropropy kind of stuff. I don't. Really use it as like an organizing tool because it's just Twitter. So like you know, go out and do real stuff. <laughs>、um, but I was it was so I basically started connecting to people within the movement because I was curious and I saw a lot of like pro Chinese like news agencies and like people sort of like putting out information from China because I was curious about the situation in Zhejiang and other places like within like a、uh, like just Korea, China, Japan, and all that stuff. And I actually didn't know who Tom was.、Um, I, I think I I I mainly talk to Americans、um, and like the Asian diaspora. So like I don't really talk to anyone that's like from in country. All the sources that I usually get are from people that are outside of like. And I actually don't know how Tom found me. Like I don't really know. Like my interactions with him are, are, are weird because like he mainly seems to interact with like strictly just people from like mainland China or like news people. So I don't know where it came from, but. He、uh, sent me a bunch of、um, like DMs. One of them was just like, I, I don't, I don't know what he he messaged me first. He was like, "Well, you've got my attention," and I, I started like sort of giving him like really sarcastic answers. But I, I think he either like I just assumed he had like a dry sense of humor, or he just like didn't get like text over internet. So I, I, I was just kind of giving him pretty one word answers, and he just kept saying like. These like little short paragraphs of like things to affirm that he wasn't a bad person. Like、um, he would just like say, "Well, like you know, I've I, I'm just a white guy, and I know that I have privileges." And I'm like, "I, I don't. No one asked you for that." <laughs> like it was just a really odd thing. Like that's like the red flag is like when someone who is clearly aware of the fact that he is a white, like straight dude. Talking to like Asian women or someone who's not like I'm also trans. I'm also trans for any, for anyone who doesn't know. So、um, it's even more awkward. And then he like was asking like if I was on hormones or like what my genitals are and just a bunch of like really weird questions. And I'm just like, and normally I answer them pretty like if someone asks me, I'll just answer them because like there's no point. Like if once you've asked, you've already made it super awkward. So I just thought I was just like, yep. And then I just stopped replying because I was like, I don't really know how to have this conversation. And I and I just assumed it was just a creepy dude.、Um, and then when I like went on his account, I was like, Oh wait, this is like a China Watch account. But I didn't know if how serious this person was because I've I've never heard of this person. I actually didn't know how big like Tom was to like the Chinese diaspora and like some people like within like left Twitter. I didn't know this was a big person. I, I just. I had no really idea the I guess the scope of everything until I started seeing everyone come forward and having a bunch of other people. I, I think I think my harassment、um, for everyone is 
I want to like highlight that my harassment was very, very, very mild. It wasn't that bad, but, and and it's, and, and I think that's what makes me feel bad. It's like, I, I'm so, you know, like I'm almost 30. I've had this stuff happen to me before. Like I'm used to it. Right. Like it's not something that like normally, um, I've gotten it enough to where I just kind of, I, I go through the motions and then I just shrug it off because it's just like, it happens all the time. I can't do anything about it. I can tell people, you know, Hey, stop. I can block people. That's all really I can do. So I'm pretty numb to it, but he was systematically like going from person to person and, and saying things like harsher to me. And I think the, like the younger you were or the more like vulnerable you were, the more attention you gave him, like, the worse he would get and i think that's what made it like that's what makes it like super scary um and super predatory because he was he was picking people so like if you were kind of just being dismissive then you weren't giving him what he wanted you would just be like okay like he never sent anything back after i went silent so um he definitely picks people which i think is even more disgusting but yeah that's pretty much the brief of it like i don't really have like a big story but i I still think that I'm I'm still like shocked though because like the, the ages of some of the people involved and the the words that he said, and even when I told my story, people were going through the DMs going, "Oh well, clearly it's an it's it's a fake," and I was like, "Why can't you just accept victim?" And I even had like a DM exchange with somebody, and I was like, "Hey, like this happened to me. Sure, it wasn't as bad, but it still happened, and it's still not okay. It's still unpermissible behavior." And someone who called themselves a communist or a leftist or just a good person in general, like told me that I had to like provide further proof again. And I'm like, I don't want to send you DMS because what if you're like someone that's going to just plaster them or send them to Tom? Like, I just feel really uncomfortable resending evidence when it's clearly like in a thread of a bunch of other evidence and you and a bunch of other men are basically saying, Oh, we don't believe you. And so it sort of puts you in that mindset. I'm like, well, do we actually believe victims anymore? Like what's who actually has power here? And it's, it's clearly not us. And so I don't know. It's, it's been really hard to watch because just more and more people, like I keep finding out more and more about this guy and I'm, and I'm just like, I, I don't know how people uh, just let it happen. And I know, and this isn't me like saying, Oh, it's the victim's fault, but just like, it's so serial. Like, man like what like does he like did he have i don't like this is just me saying i don't know anything about him like did he have like a big like uh was he that big of a voice that you just couldn't like he was someone that you couldn't like speak out against like i don't know anything about tom so um hopefully you know i might learn a little bit more about uh, his situation but yeah that's really it yeah i mean that's there's definitely a pattern there right i mean tom also sent uh, almost a similar message to Elon, the 16-year-old girl in high school. Uh, he prefaced it with, hi, I don't, I hope you don't mind me messaging you. And I hope as a white man, I'm not too intimidating or, or creepy. I mean, he, he's obviously aware he, he's, he's coming across as a little creepy. And yet he still can't help uh, stopping himself on doing that. And, and you also raise a very good question about um, you know, about how to deal with uh, men in s- this kind of situation. A lot of the Tom's uh, def- quote-unquote defenders say, um, you know, why why can't the, the women... Well, first, they, it was denial. First, they, they even denied those 
DMs are authentic. They, they start to question whether Yilan even exists or she's as old as she claimed to be. Um, you know, so people even, uh, you know, try to dig up Elon's past tweet and saying, oh, no 16-year-old could write as intelligent and eloquently as this. You know, this is obviously a setup. Um, like, she, she, she's probably not even real. I mean, I, it's just very infuriating for me to read this thing because I have been mutuals with Elon for over a year and I I, I know she exists and she's real. And, and just reading all these people making all these kind of excuses for Tom is uh is very maddening especially uh as tom is he is um very active twitter user or so he has certain amount of twitter presence but in real life he's just a guy who is employed by cgtn i mean like it's he's not irreplaceable cgtm can hire another white british voice uh, just as easily um you know i i i, I supported tom in the past but to be honest, you know his role is is not, you know, is not as important as some of his defenders make it out to be. You know, he, you know, any any another white British person or just a white person can do his job. Um, but but it, it, I think it really comes down to um, just misogyny that's ingrained in a lot of people, um, especially a lot of the, the victim blamers. They, they say, why can't the women just block and move on? That's after they have accepted those DMs are re real. They move on, you know, they keep on moving the goalposts. They say, why, why couldn't women just block and move on? Yes, sure that they could, but what will happen is Tom will just move on to a new target. This this pattern, there's a there's a pattern here. You know, this guy is a serial harasser. He's not going to stop. In fact, uh, you know, the new expose keep on coming out. The latest one I saw was from August twentieth, so less than a week uh, from when the expose came out. So you know, Tom was happily harassing all women in the circle, a pro China Twitter until he was being called out. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that Elon had the courage and the bravery to, to do what she did, uh, because who, who knows, you know, Tom, Tom could still be doing this today if this wasn't exposed. Jay, do you have anything to add? Um, more to the point, I mean, so yeah, we just described what he did or what had happened. But more to the point is, like, the response is, I, I, I won't say I'm shocked, because as a woman and as a Chinese woman, um, I have seen that kind of internalized misogyny growing up, meaning other women shaming other women for the actions of men, um, saying stuff like, oh, why don't you just block him? Or why did you give him the time of day? It's not the point. It's not on the, it's not the responsibility of the woman to bat away male attention. It's like you shouldn't be giving it to begin with how how did it become Yilan's responsibility or any other girl's responsibility to um not receive unwanted messages and dms and if you go down this logic women might as well not exist well why would you open your dms um why are you even on twitter what are you doing on twitter you're 16 years old um then it's gonna be like well, why are you even going out of your house you know i mean if you follow this logic we might as well just never leave the house right? I mean, we'll just stay home and um, then nobody will bother us, right? I mean, isn't that what they really want? Then we can't complain. N nobody will bother us. So I'm 
quite disappointed in the reaction, although not entirely surprised, but I reserve my worst vitriol for the women who defend Tom and specifically the Asian women who have, because this is just unacceptable, you know, um, to literally throw a, a child under the bus to defend what? I mean, honestly, just like you said, Carl, anybody could do Tom's job. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. Nothing he has ever said is that original or incisive. Is somebody, all the stuff that he says is literally anybody who uses half their brain to analyze situations and not just regurgitate, you know, propaganda could, could come to those conclusions. I mean, he's not that special. Um, he's not that unique. Anybody can do his job. So I just really don't understand all these people coming to his defense um, over the harassment of other women. I That's just probably one thing that I could probably never really get over or truly understand. Especially, you know, Tom himself never denied those. D he made those DMs. And, you know, while all his quote unquote defenders are trying to establish authenticity uh, or, or even existence of of, uh, of the victims and and you know they people even go so far as googling elon's high school uh, i mean i was shocked i was in a a, a, a chat group a uh, twitter chat group somebody uh, apparently some creeper googled okay what tom did is he didn't deny that he made the dms but he 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 made a lot of excuses. He 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 argued against the way the DMs were presented, and then instead he he uh, posted some DMs with Elon without blocking out her name. So he basically doxed her to the internet. You know, doxed her sixteen year old girl in high school. So all these creepers are now on the internet googling her name. And and some of these really st stupid people, they they found her uh, information from her high school and posted in a in a public chat and say, oh look, you know she's not who she claims she is. She's not sixteen. And I look at it, it's because next to her na name, it's hypostrophe twenty one. I mean, these people are so dumb; they don't realize hypostrophe twenty one is means. That she is a high school graduating class of 2021, so she's she's not even going to graduate high school until next year. Uh, if if anything, that actually proves that she is who say she is and how, how old she is. But these people they're, they're hell bending on defending Tom. They they dig up something like this to try to claim that she's actually 21 year old instead of 16. I mean, I, I'm I'm really flabbergasted. Um, I, I first you know I was not surprised to see a lot of white expat defending Tom because you know they I am I don't know maybe they see some of themselves in Tom's position but I'm I'm really shocked at all the Chinese and Asian people coming out defending Tom you know both both men and women and and some of the people some of them are my mutuals you know people I have interacted with have been on friendly terms and suddenly they came out um accusing me um and, and you know first they accuse the women um uh, then they accuse me of breaking the the so-called uh the pro-china 
a Twitter unity. This is insane. This is this what Tom's action reflect badly on Tom. You know, this is his individual action. One of the reason I I decide to call him out,、um, you know, first partly because what he did is horrible, and second is because this he should be held accountable, face consequences, so we don't all get tainted by association by his actions. And I think CGTN did the right thing. They they suspended him pending investigation after the news broke out and. And but but the Tom's defenders didn't give up. They they、um, you know they called this a public. You know first they went from denial that that you know Elon is sixteen or she even exists. After Tom admitted those are his DMs, they switched to oh those are just harmless flirting, which you know we established that's not the case because Tom is a serial harasser of women, and and also that you know it's not it's not it's not. Just you, you know, the women should just block, block him, and and move on because Tom will just move on to his next target. You know, like what what Yilan did is is preventing Tom from perpetuating this behavior. And I'm really also really shocked at the you know these people. Why would these people hold men to such low standard? You know, are are men such beasts that we you know we we have no way to control their behavior that we must、uh, require the women to. Uh, you know, deal with it. I mean, this is. I mean, someone even,、um, you know, they, they, someone even calls this a a a, a SJW crusade. You know, they say I I ingrain imbibe too much American value to 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 bring this to to the the China Twitter. I'm really infuriated by this. I mean, like the implication is that、um, you know, it, it's the Asian value. Is inherently misogynistic, you know. Like the the somehow the the、uh, to have respect for women is somehow American value. I mean, I I, I reject that, and I, I find that very offensive. Of course, the guy who making that argument is a is a white expat in Korea, yellow facing <laughs> as an Asian person, and I called him out too. And、uh, it's it's just a it's just a shit show. I mean, like. The, the people that coming out of woodworks, I, I I think people really showed their true colors in this incident. Two cents thoughts.、Uh, oh、comments. yeah, sorry. I, something that I find really interesting,、um, particularly among like left Twitter in general, or like any, or just it doesn't. If you're doing real work, the things that you do online don't really like. They don't. They're scope wise, they're two completely different. I guess like entities, and so I find it interesting how like Tom and. and If if we are like you know you know I'm Korean you know you guys I believe are all Chinese it doesn't I mean we all like through the diaspora and through all of us as people like we want liberation we want the continuation further like you know like we want our groups you know we want our like you know people groups to do well we want we want you know unity within like our own you know it's something that we all want unilaterally so why are we getting new like what made This is the thing that's weird. Like, what made Tom such a voice for like us? Right? Was he just like the one good white guy? I I don't know. Like I said, I don't know his story.、Um, I like there are people. There are so many people that I was mutuals with. People like within organizing groups in the U.S. that like really respected him. And I'm like, but what does he do? He he is he just like the one white guy that just gave people news? I, I I'm not trying to be ignorant. I just don't know.、Um, uh, I don't really know what Tom did, <laughs> like other than he was. Just... Actually, people dig up、uh, background 
history of Tom. So back in 2010, before 2010, 2011, he was actually a candidate for right, uh, <laughs> far right wing uh, party in UK, uh, UK, the UK IP party. And yeah, you can. Yes, yes. He was friends with um he was he was put up as a candidate you know he was very young back then i mean he, I, actually i was surprised that he he's he claimed he's 27 i thought he from his uh twitter profile picture i thought he was in his 40s um but he he was put up as a candidate um he ran for office uh you know he actually came in second in his district uh i think it's Sutherland. And and he did. Uh, I mean, I granted, you know, people's political ideology change over time. That is possible, right? I mean, but this is it's it's a quite a leap <laughs> from a far right wing anti gay anti Muslim uh, party platform, and suddenly jump into like pro North Korea, pro China uh, camp. Uh, you know, so, some people suspect he's a, he's just a grifter. I don't know. Um, I mean, he, he, maybe it's genuine. I, I again, I don't know. I mean, people people could change, but um, he, I, he just it's not that as not it's not that of an important of voice that some of his defenders make him out to be. You know, he's just literally just a a colonist hired by CGTM to. To write some uh, some analysis on on you know to deconstruct of those Western media portrayal of China. That's it. This goes back to our our discussion prior to the recording. Um, you know, there there's still a, a a degree of white worship exists in our community. In, you know, among Asian, both Asians in Asia and maybe and even in the diaspora, there's a. You know, I think the reason why there's so much importance attached to Tom because, you know, he ha he has a white face, <laughs> right? Presenting um, uh, supposedly pro-China news, and and like that's that I think give him like the 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 kind of the stat undeserved status, I would say. And I think a lot of um, to what you're saying, the white worship. There's that, and also just like. Oh my God, like somebody's on like our side. But the thing is, we don't need anybody on our side. You know what I mean? Like Chinese people and Asians at large can speak for ourselves. I mean, like just in China, there's over 1 billion people. Like, and that's not even including the diaspora. So like, we're good in terms of people, quote unquote, speaking up for us. But, and I also think like people also, you don't want to like, reject an ally or a potential ally so i think there's that as well and i think a lot of it is just you know white worship just plain old white worship and he's a white male um he has some clout through his work his writing his job you know whatever he does and and people just like lose their minds you know what i mean and you know, we say he has a fiance and a, or a girlfriend, a long-term girlfriend. Um, she's Asian herself. You know, she's Korean. I don't know if we're like allowed to say that. I mean, it's not it's not a secret. She's on he, she's on his Facebook page, but it's just like all these things that give him cred, quote unquote credibility is very shallow. That really mean nothing in the end. So, um, and it means even less when he is 
creeping in the DMs of other women, and they all happen to be Asian. So, yeah. Yeah. On top of that, you know, the people are saying, "Oh, you know, Tom is we." We should not have outed Tom because he's, you know, a pro-China voice. And and when we need to maintain China unity, what Tom is just represent himself. He the he cannot represent the the, the pro-China camp or the pro-China community. And again, you know, Tom, he, the the people he harassed are the. You know the the are the, the 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 Asian women in the diaspora and and the Asian women in Asia who are you know the the voices for anti imperialism who are the the the, the pro China pro Korea voices he, these are the women he he went after you know that that was his little circle where he applied his trade if anything. These women need to be protected from Tom. Like Tom, why, why, why put Tom in a special category, right? Why, why should Tom in the protected category, whereas these women are just expendable? I, I mean, that that kind of logic is, I find it very offensive. I mean, I, I, even I get targeted for uh, bringing disunity into the the pro China camp. So, like, why, why do you need to uh, tie? Tom to this pro-China unity bandwagon. His 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 action is despicable. Just just cast him out. Don't don't let him taint uh, the rest of us by association. And 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 you know he his his action should be condemned. But I I, I again I think it just speaks a lot of ingrained misogyny. Um, still in 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 just just I, I mean not just uh, in the broader society, but apparently exists in the in the left. You know, in the left, so-called leftist uh, camp and the leftist Twitter group, you know, a lot of the men, you know, they they say the right things, but then, you know, they they, they turn around in, in real life that they, they, they prey on women around them, and it's totally unacceptable. And also, like, um, why do you want a sex pest as an ally? Okay, like, why do you even want that? Like, if you want allies, why do you want somebody who's harassing other women in general? You know, why do you want somebody like that in your camp, so to speak? You know, so that's the other thing that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Melanie, did you want it to say something earlier? I think I heard something from you. Sorry, I've been I've been off muting and unmuting my microphone. Um, it's it's hard to say because like in, and I like agree to like I agree to Joe's point. Like we don't if, if we ourselves can read our own news and like talk to people like from like our respected diasporas or countries or groups like i don't know why we necessarily need white voices but i do think us as a diaspora particularly in the united states like we don't have the same like we don't have the same amount of um like movement in terms of media that like other marginalized groups have like i do think for a lot of i guess a lot of white people a lot of non-asians um I, I don't know if it's like this whenever you guys or I don't know what you guys do um, but I at least know in my experience like whenever you have Asian folks that talk about sort of like the struggle of the diaspora and like the rhetoric that is thrown like at us by the United States and like the Imperial Corps like against like Vietnam and like TPRK and China and all those things it is very hard for us as a group to like 
say, hey, like this is not actually correct when a lot of the diaspora that is currently living in the United States was very either pro-US or were like refugees or people that were like running from the communists or rich folks that got to leave. And so whenever we start to espouse the counter narrative, um, whenever we try and expose the counter narrative to these stories, um, the pushback that we get is usually like pretty, pretty hard. Um, and it's usually worse than like most other groups. Um, so having like, and I, and I hate to say this, but some people feel like in the diaspora, having a white voice or having someone that has more visibility to boost things that we have been saying um, somehow comes across like it's the same thing with like BLM and like other big organizing groups is sometimes white folks just connect to other white folks better. And it's a, it's a shame that that's how that has to happen. But especially in like the Imperial Court in the West, um, I, I don't know if it's just the way the way in which colonialism has really impacted how we view the dynamics of people but i do know for certain that there is a vast difference between that um so i i don't know i, I like i agree with joe's point like we don't need tom you know we can speak on our own agencies but like he was a helpful person but like i think all of that work is erased i saw someone there were a bunch of people replying in the comments and one of the biggest things that i saw was well, we can't condemn Tom. He did so much good work. And I'm like, well, his work means nothing because if he spent his entire time like in DMs of Asian women and like his wife, his fiance is also Korean, like that also is kind of sus. Like he just seems like a white dude that really likes Asian women. And like, it sucks to say that, like, you know, we don't like, it's a, it's such a hinge stereotype at this point. Um, I don't like to admit that like, this is why, certain men and it's not even just white men it's a lot of cis men in general like if you see an asian girl and you find her attractive it's it's there's always going to be a trope or a stereotype or some preconceived notion in your head because of our presence and our existence in media and like how we are tied to the rest of the world and so it's not just about tom i wanted to reiterate that this is about everyone that treats us this way and ignores our stories and ignores the struggles and thinks that everything that we speak out against is is um to the contrary so that's really all i have to add i just think her point was really good oh uh that reminds me there was a viral post that just um there was a viral post that i think joe joe you saw um you actually tweeted out yesterday uh, it's it's really kind of gross. Mean, I, I guess first starting in Reddit, um, it's it's a vir- virgin white girl versus a chat Asian girl. Mean, um, and it's it's ah, it's so gross. Joe, Joe, do you want to talk about it? Joe stole it from Joe, Joe stole it from me. <laughs> oh, I stole it from her, and I and I and I, and I, and I gave and I did give. Melanie credit um but yeah no it's fine I'm just giving you shit for it yeah no I saw that on reddit and I was like it just never ends it just never ends and like people were defending it saying oh it's not that bad I'm like this is what I'm saying it's misogynist all around yeah and then like people were like well look at all that because everything in that mean it's it reduced women to nothing but sexual object It, 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 it it's not about intellect about you know culture culture it's 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 just literally about appearances you know whether someone is a virgin or not or uh oh god so cringe uh joe you want to take take away or melanie um i just 
don't have um like I mean as Asian women we've probably heard some version of it our whole lives and it's always kikiki like a joke and if you say like dude that's not funny people will be like oh why are you so serious um yeah and I still have a couple replies why do you take everything so serious it's obviously irony well you know what it's not funny when it's misogynistic and when it reinforces um on the, on the Chad Asian girl side, when it reinforces a colonial lie, you know, um, when a lot of the colonialism by the West, particularly the British in Asia, had a lot to do with trafficking women, prostituting women against their will, Asian women. Um, this stops being funny, you know. Um, it's actually very harmful, very hurtful, and it completely skews how people see Asian women. And I tweeted in my thread the other yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, was that other non-white men are starting to see Asian women this way too, because I hear it. Um, and I'm just like, this is just not okay. And it also um, slut shames in a way white girls. That's not necessary. You know, none of this is necessary. When you sexualize women, when you put women in a box, um, you take away her agency to how to be. Um, you take away her agency on how she wants to present herself. Um, you know, and she has to always mind that stereotype. You know, um, a friend of mine said to me once, and the friend's a guy, he actually said, you know, he, he, he says, I don't think Asian women or black women could ever hope to date normally. <laughs> you know, what? like, it, yeah, I mean, and not in a, in a way where like, because they're so, we're so sexualized, we're so stereotyped, ah. everybody has an idea of us that we could never really just be ourselves, you know? Um, and be seen as ourselves and not be attri attributed to a stereotype, you know, and, um, and yeah, and that's what these kind of tropes, um, like, I don't know, reinforce. And it's just not necessary. Like, it's the year 2020. Can we just leave that stuff behind? You know, like, it's not that hard. Um, just see women as people, as human beings, first and foremost, with feelings, you know, <laughs> and go on and go from there. It's that's how I see it. I don't know. Do you guys have anything to say about um, you know some of the 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 Tom defenders' uh, excuse that hey, okay you know maybe Tom uh, did send unwanted advances to women, but it, it, it's not illegal. He didn't he didn't violate any. Um, any law, you know, it, it, this this should if the victim have a problem, they should take it, it to the to a court, you know, where Tom will be judged and according to the rule of law, rather than uh, you guys holding a internet mob, you know, a lynch mob they call it, going after him. Like, what do you have to say to that? I think self crit is something that like we should all take seriously so like i feel like the tom situation is a good example of self-crit um if you really think that just relying on the state to defend you as like your only precedent um i think you're like woefully ignorant of how just like the world works i don't like mob rule like on any case but i think it was just a bunch of people basically saying wow you're a really big person 
and you're harassing women on the internet and you're harassing people, you should probably stop. That was really kind of what they, that was all everyone was really just kind of asking was, hey, like, what is this? Can you be accountable? Can you, you know, and when you double down, triple down, quadruple down, it, it just, at that point, you know, maybe the rule of law should have been put in, but I don't, I don't think there was this mob justice. I think it was people from a group that were harmed, were upset, did what they could and hoped that their community would support them and their community didn't support them unilaterally. And because of how precarious the situation is, especially with online harassment, there isn't a lot that the courts could even do. Like, if you've ever looked at like even just like the most basic DMCA claim or like even online harassment, like unless there's like definite proof that harm has been caused, like there's not a lot most people can do about this. The only thing you really can do is just community police kind of in a way. Um, And that's just the most unfortunate. So I think it it does kind of spit in the face of victims when you say, Oh, we'll just take it to court. I'm like, well, most of these people don't have money or access to resources to help them take this person to court. Also, if they live across countries, how do you how do you cross international lines to arrest someone for harassing you on the internet? Like it's expensive. Like I don't know. Like I, I just feel like that's just very unreasonable to ask somebody who's like sixteen going through trauma um, from someone who's vastly older and has a power dynamic involved. It's it's completely um, unfair. So I think we need to ask ourselves, you know if these things do happen within any community, like there is a part of things that we have to do ourselves to make sure that this behavior, like Joanna said, isn't constantly regulated. Um, If you see someone harassing somebody for a racial or, you know, sexual identity, you need to call it out. And it doesn't make you a bad person for doing so. It doesn't make the cause, it doesn't make the pro-China cause any weaker. It actually makes it better because you're taking, you know, you're separating wheat from the chaff. You're taking out people that do act, that actually don't care about you know the the progressive causes like we all want to advance here so it's but there are some people that would much rather stick to a line and not protect vulnerable parts of your society and i just find that really like just disheartening um that's really all like i mean there's not much you can do about this um other than speak out and the problem is, is once you start silencing people that speak out, you create this other auxiliary culture of basically saying, well, speaking out is bad. So you've essentially like, um, you've essentially stopped all, all like possible movements of conversation from happening. So it, everyone just has to be quiet and it's just not good, especially in a community that right now due to the United States and a bunch of other situations is like pretty vulnerable. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's really just how I feel about it. Yeah, I, I'm just really flabbergasted at the implied entitlement and male privileges when people say, um, you know, oh, yeah, what Tom did is what just horny guys do, you know, but <laughs> women should not, you know, make it a, a public spectacle to, uh, you know, to 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 lead a, a, a online lynch mob to, you know, put pressure on his life. It's like. Hello, you know why? Why is it okay for him to do do that to women? You know, if he, if it's okay for him to do that, women, then maybe then he should not be complaining when the women call him out. I mean, it's what's fair is fair, right? I mean, and, and how do you even make an excuse what he did to a sixteen year? I mean, like some people making some 
excuses like oh 16 is the legal age of consent in uk or, or like 16 she he's she's no longer a child she's a young woman i mean it's just really gross gross uh, excuses to melanie's point about people suggesting that she take it to court um as we know tom has already tweeted out saying that nothing he did was illegal <laughs> so technically and I'm, and I believe him. Actually, no crime has been committed here. Honestly, I mean, if you took this to any court anywhere, he's probably be treated like as a nuisance, and and you know, and she'd be told to go home, you know, and you know, go go cry about it to your mom, you know, that kind of thing. And to the other thing about you know protecting males and male privilege, um, it's rather pervasive. I mean, because when I was m- much younger, my teens, when I had older men be inappropriate to me to my face okay I wasn't online then you know thank god um that you know and I would say something to my family and although they didn't like doubt me um they it was it was a whiff of god just why just just he didn't do anything just um just be quiet why are you causing such a fuss you know that kind of it's not sort of explicitly spoken but it's implied, you know, um, don't cause problems for people. Uh, it's not that serious. And, um, and I hate to use strong language, but this is, this is the mentality of unless you're like, unless you're actually physically assaulted or raped, don't say anything, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, unless you're seriously harmed, it doesn't matter. And that's just kind of like the mentality that's going around here. It's like, Oh, what's the harm? What's the big deal? Well, because we don't call out these quote unquote not so big deal situations, when the big deal happens, no one's going to care. You know, like that's that's how I see it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it is, it matters to the women who have been being approached that to, to the point that Yilan felt that she has to speak out. And and I think her case, especially it's especially gross that what 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 Tom did. I just can't, I, I, I really, I don't understand. I don't understand why people, uh, you know, put so much effort trying to defend Tang and try to present it as a, a case for unity. As you guys all mentioned, this has nothing to do with uh, the, the broader group. Just just what we're doing is is cleaning house, is, is, is calling out unacceptable behavior so, so we can focus you know, even stay more united, right? To 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 to, to we we need to watch out for for some of the vulnerable uh, members of our community. The, 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 Tom Tom was a predator. She, he was preying on, on these 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 women, and I, I and I uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm just really mad that that, that people call. People call me uh, what uh, calling me leading a a, a, a social justice uh, warrior <laughs> campaign a crusade. You know the the grossest part about this was when people were comparing like your physical features to each other. I'm like, what is happening? I know. Like, why is this a thing? Someone like, thought that Carl went after Tom. Get this, Carl. I don't know if you heard because you're jealous of his good looks. <laughs> Um, okay, so actually, 
Um, this is my fiance uh, Ani. Yeah, um, she, she 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 wants to put her two cents now. <laughs> so about that, actually, before it was uh, I think it was Sophia, Sophia, her name, and、mm-hmm. I was just commenting on uh, Elon uh, tweet,、mm-hmm. and I start posting Carl's picture compared to, to、uh, Tom. You you are replying to yeah, Elon's I, I, thread, I yeah? I replied to her, and it's actually a rhetorical. Question, you know, that it's it's so weird and stupid. Like one person just out of nowhere saying like, "Oh, but Tom is more handsome and famous than <laughs> Carl." I mean, you can clearly see the number of followers if we compare it from the Twitter, and it's lived only the face. You know, that's why I just like make the comparison. Like, of course, like different people has their. You know, like their own opinion, they have their own taste. So it's basically I don't ask anybody to answer actually, but it's just like. So Annie got upset and she posted a picture of me and side by side with Tom. And yeah, I saw. <laughs> and、uh, and and then you know Tom def- Tom's defender jump on that. It's like, oh, you know, are you are you sinking so low as to attack Tom's appearance? I'm like you got to be kidding me! It's, you you really taking an issue with my fiance responding to a post、uh, making fun of people who originally brought out the topic of our, I mean like this is it's it's just like I don't know if he knows like I'm totally biased here because <laughs> I'm his fiance like of course <laughs> I'm going to choose his side like to compare like okay he's more handsome whatever. But is is he start like attacking me, like telling me so low, blah blah blah. So okay, I, try, I, try. I was like, just try. It's just so stupid. These these people, these people are 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 insane. I I I I don't know what what other adjective could describe them. I don't I don't understand what their passion, what 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 motivate them to to defend Tom to the death. Um, you know, if anything, I I said like. What they are doing is actually they're dragging out the affair、um, <laughs> endlessly in public. Like, like, like they're doing what they say we shouldn't do, which is to, to,、uh, you know,、um, to, 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 to keep keep this、uh, issue、uh, air out in the public to keep the camp divided. But、uh, why, why trivialize this issue? Why, why make yourself part of like? On Tom's side, why is there even sides? You know, why anybody should be on Tom's side? That's just crazy. Well, because it's easier to throw vulnerable people under the bus, and there's nobody more vulnerable than a young, underage girl who's 16. I mean, women in general are more vulnerable. It's easier, it's easier like to just throw women under the bus or disregard women's feelings when it comes to protecting the career and the reputation of a man. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, just be quiet. Okay, just let it go away. Be quiet. He didn't mean it. He won't do it again. Just be quiet. It's that whole hush, hush, hush mentality、um, that, unfortunately, a lot of us were brought up with, you know,、um, and it creates a culture of toxic silence. You know,、um, it creates a culture of like sniping instead of just openly saying, "Hey, this is not good." You know, you learn to become passive aggressive, and all this stuff is it just leads to really bad behavior patterns. You know, instead of just coming out and saying, "Hey, don't be a creep, don't do that. That's not good." 
And then you have respond people responding like, well, why'd you do that? You're gonna ruin his reputation. He has a fiance. He has he's he's about to be married. That's not my problem. That's his problem. Then you shouldn't be then then you shouldn't be creeping in girls' DMs, you know? So it's just yeah, people are just like you say, Carl, they're insane and they don't have their priorities right. And again, it's just easier to throw girls under the bus. That's all it is. Yeah, and and misogyny, of course, because you know the 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 yeah. the, 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 the 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 leftist um, women are less valuable than than Tom. You know, like like the great white voice somehow that's so 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 important that everybody must defend. Um, I'm I'm totally disappointed. I'm I have been very disgusted and disappointed with many people's response. Um, I, I think this really shows people's true colors. I, I before I um you know I have I know in this uh kind of anti-imperialist camp there there's you know people from all kind of walks and all kind of ideology. You know I I chose to remain silent. Uh. For a long time, because you know, I even though I I don't agree with a lot of people's politics, but you know, for the sake of quote unquote Big Ten unity, you know, I I kept my silence. I, uh, you know, I, I saw some some of them, for example, were um, you know, they 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 were anti BLM, and and they they might say um, racist things. You know, in in some other context, I I kept my silent. But that what this fair made me realize is that uh, that kind of Big Ten unity is not worth having. <laughs> it's, I mean, like like I'm basically uh, by by sacrificing my own principles to to kind of tolerate these these people, it, it, it actually gains nothing. And and and. Wait, there were anti BLM. Yes, people. yes. These these people. I mean, because the 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 pro pro China Twitter it, it has. It's not just the 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 leftist side. There's also you know some 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 people from the conservative and, and the the right wing people who who are just so, oh oh my god! I didn't know they were like anti like I didn't know they were like anti liberation people. I didn't. I I can't imagine someone being like anti-blm like yeah yeah Yeah, because there are people who are um you know they they are anti hong kong protests but they're also anti-blm because their their thing is just law and order they just (laughs) that's (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so there are those people right and i i had that doesn't even make sense. I have <laughs> those are like two completely different things. Oh my god! I have chosen to you know keep my silence over you know so many things, but this just this a Tom affair just me, made me realize there's no point to to compromise my my own own principles because because these people could just turn on you at at a switch of a dime you know like w- because somehow they feel like their own. Um, their own ideas, their own ideology get attacked and they, they just turn into... Th- these people are not allies, basically. <laughs> if they can turn turn on you like a dime, like over something as stupid as defending a sex pest, they're not allies. It's it's kind of interesting that you you mentioned that. Um, I have, I've, I've kind of noticed this sort of like... I, I hate the idea of like being big tent sometimes. Like I want I my whole thing is I want the Overton window to be pushed over as 
furthest as we can with the tools that we have with the situations and material needs of the people but like it's hard because you're always going to have people that are going to come in and they're going to they're not going to wreck it on purpose but they're going to like this is my belief system and it it's completely like contradictory to like what is actually happening right so like the fact that there is an individual in this world that is like anti-blm and anti-hong kong is like that's what that's wild to me. Um, I have seen those people. I don't know what their stances truly are. Um, I can't tell if they're like memeing or they're just like being serious, but it's it's interesting. And I do kind of agree that like this whole factionism sort of like, you know, everyone that says like, you know, pro China or anyone that says like pro Bila, anyone that is pro the things that we need right now are just on our side is like we don't we need to start vetting people we need to start watching people like hey like how much do you really care like what things are you doing because then we get people like tom like we get you know and i hate saying this but we, we get opportunists like i don't i don't want that you know I, I mean if we're trying to build a like a global a global movement of unity um and liberation like you're gonna have to cut losses and i and i don't think that's bad to do or bad to say i think a lot of people hate that they're like oh that sounds that sounds mean like you're you're limiting the left i'm like no I, we have to refine the people that genuinely like care about us like i'm an incredibly marginalized person in the united states like i live in fascism i, I can't i can't play around i can't just pay, i can't just accept somebody because they're willing to like say trans rights once in a while that's uh, that's unacceptable at this point it's like it's socialism or barbarism i don't know why this is such a this is such an easy concept and 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 it's and i think it sucks because when you have someone like tom who who gained a presence who did something it's easy to and he says the lines that we all want to hear or we all like need to hear for you know other folks that might not have them as accessible um you know, like when you are someone from the UK who I don't know if he like ever lived in the UK when he was doing China work, but like when you are someone who is a British citizen or, or of British origin and you are sort of countering the narratives of what is happening in HK and sort of countering the like horrific like anti-Chinese sentiment that has stemmed from imperialism and you are like the one kind of tokenized white guy to do that. Yeah, it does. It does put you in a position that nobody else has. Um, and whenever you are in that position, you have to make sure that everything you do is concise and clear and that people respect you for it. But then like, if you aren't that, like, I mean, and, and if people will say this, um, I think the fact that he was in UKIP was a red flag. And then people would be like, well, he was a young kid. And I'm like, I don't know, man, like he willingly joined that party. Like he willingly said some racist stuff and hung out with Nigel Farage. Like, I, like I, is it, is it bad for me to go? well because like he did it very fast which makes me question things like i'm not saying you know i guess it's the same argument would you like if there was someone that served in the u.s military because they were a young kid got caught up in the propaganda served in iraq or afghanistan came back and then realized oh wait it's all a lie like do we project those people well i think they shouldn't be our priority but we should like it's the same thing with like someone like tom like if he genuinely was trying to grow and learn from his consequences in ukip i do think there are advantages to having people in those allyship circles but at the same time we get like we get we shoot ourselves in the foot every time it happens it's such a it's such a hard game to play right and i and i think I think there are some people when they see these things constantly happening, they go, okay, no more big 10. 
like factionism is bad we just need one consistent message and then there are some people that are like eh, but we can't lose these people i, I like it's it's interesting I, I don't know like what sides you uh joe you and carl fall into but i i have seen this like and i even question it myself like you know i i fall more on the line of I'm an extremely marginalized person. I am watching fascism in the United States. I am watching like the the war hawkish behavior towards the DPRK and China. And I don't, you know, as someone who's like, a, you know, I was born in Korea. So like, I don't want to watch my country get into a proxy war because I know the minute the United States does anything in the South China Sea, I am going, I'm going to watch my country. Um, I'm going to watch my ancestral home get engaged in a proxy war. And there's no way around that. And so... I have my own beliefs because of the consequences of the United States that will happen. And it's hard to echo that to people without people feeling, I guess, alienated because they don't have the agency. And I think that's the reason we have these divisions is some people just have more agencies um, to be against movements. And, and some people just want to push the window. So like Tom is still seen as an ally, even if he did a boo-boo. Um, but, you know, sorry. <laughs> Oh no, that's that, that's great. Actually, uh, my response to that is, you know, people accuse me of leading a purge, uh, uh, you know, in the in the pro-China camp. You know what? After this Tom affair, it actually made me <laughs> more sympathetic to purges in the in the previous history of leftist movement. You know, now I'm starting <laughs> to understand. You know, before I thought those purges are are incredible destructive things but now 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 i'm having a different different perspective let's say they they thought they wait people thought you were purging people thought i was leading uh like a lynch mob uh, internet lynch uh, lynch mob to to purge uh you know i don't want to i mean i i like to i like to think that like just reorganizing your community is different from like um a, a purge from like Stalin or Mao <laughs> like you know those were good too okay because <laughs> I because I think I think when we do them we're not I think we when we do them in the modern era we're not actively trying to hurt anyone right we're just trying to remove people that are going to like just like you have to remove outside agitation you have to remove opportunists like that's something you have to do in any political movement like I watch the right wing folks do it as well. Like if someone like, do you know how much like you so much as speak against Donald Trump, he just removes you from his cabinet. Like this is something that any like any movement just does. It's it's not equitable to um, necessarily what like you would call like a communist government or like a democratic uh, like republic government it's the same thing if you don't like opposition you you make it go away and everyone has different ways of doing it and, and if and if carl leading an internet hate mob is, is the solution I, I don't i can't disagree with it in this case it's not a political opposition that's the issue this is yeah this is a moral thing this is ethical thing yeah. Yeah. So they have but people are but people are using politics with it. It's weird. That that's I guess that was my point. Is like it, they're so they're not the same, but people are like trying to equate the two, and it's odd. Right. I mean, this is necessary. Like, this isn't political. This is like personal. Like, you're you're harm. This is a person that's harming vulnerable people in in the community. He says he supports. You know. So no, I don't. I I don't like buy that. And yeah, Carl, purges are good. I'm kidding. <laughs> Certain purges are good, and they need to be done more. 
Well said. Well said. I mean, been hour and twenty minutes, and I think we cover some very good grounds.、Uh, do Do you guys have anything to add,、uh, JJ, Melanie, K? Nothing more to say except that to protect victims and to believe victims and to stop this both sides thing when there is a definite power imbalance. Just stop it. You know, it's not. It's just—it's not a good look. It's worse than trying to promote this fake unity. It's just to throw victims under the bus. That's just like not okay. It's internalized misogyny. It's internalized sexism when other Asian women do it. And I just wish that that would just go away and just like not happen. Yeah, I think、um, unfortunately we have to accept that the, these、uh, the, the legacy of misogyny and. And colonialism,、uh, I, I attribute I attribute some of the some of them to you know colonial mentality as well. So I, I unfortunately these、uh, are remain with us in, in our community. I think we all have to be conscious, and and I think、uh, hopefully through this podcast is also to educate people,、um, you know, about the issues、uh, why. Why、uh, these these actions are not okay, and and you know, like just look forward to the future.、Uh, I mean, I, I um, and and I'd like to thank all of you for making your time to to do this. I know it's very late for K. It's uh, it's eleven forty in Beijing, and uh, and really early for you guys. Thank you all for making the extra effort, either staying up or waking up early to make this podcast. Um, and I hope our audience、uh, find this talk educational.、Um, and 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 thank you again, guys, for for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Hey, yeah, thanks for inviting me on.、Um, I really appreciate it. I don't think that I <laughs> have like a lot of super important things to say, but I'm always very humbled when anyone ever asks me to be on anything.、Um, really, the only closing thing I have to add is I just I just want people. Um, to just be better. So, like, if you see like patterns of behavior that are like suspect to you, you should talk to those people,、um, pull them aside, have conversations. Like, if something is bothering you and it makes you uncomfortable, speak out. Like, I, it's, I know that sounds like such a melodramatic thing to say because not everyone can do it, but you know, we'll, we'll get there. It's it takes time. Like, I. I didn't say anything for a while either because, like I like I said, it's culture. Like when you're used to things happening,、um, it's hard to speak out. So、uh, always believe victims,、um, and I hope everyone that was caught in this, all the women, all the victims, all the people that were just that had their time and energy took、uh, taken away from like real things in this world,、um, aren't too distracted that we can all go forward together, and that those victims get、uh, restitution. So yeah, thanks. You're the best girl. So、uh, I just want to say to the girls who has been approached by Tom that、uh, if they stay silent on this, and, and this is totally okay, it's one hundred percent. You don't have to blame yourself like others on Twitter said. Like, why did you? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you just block Tom all of a sudden? Because some people just don't know what to do. Probably they haven't been texted by others before and. Like there are some certain kind of people, like myself, when I've been, uh, when I 
got texted by others. I don't know how to react. Even if I feel uncomfortable, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say no to people. I don't know how to reject people. But like, it's totally okay. You did nothing wrong on this Tom case or any other cases you have been like go through. It's just totally okay. It's not your fault, and it was never ever your fault for staying silent on your own issues. So. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, thank you, everybody who、uh, who have joined, um, and um, and then you guys made some very good good points, and I hope our audience、uh, have taken it to heart.、Um, thank you again.、Um, until next time, bye bye.